There are five and a half million jobs open in America, and it's time to get to work. At ExpressPros.com, you can apply for a new job today. Apply now at ExpressPros.com for skilled labor jobs like drivers, forklift operators, welders, and programmers, as well as administrative jobs, customer service, and accounting positions. Express also hires for positions in the medical industry, such as billing, coding, data entry, and record keeping. Each Express office is locally owned and operated and is invested in the success of their community. And 75% of the people who have a job are open to a new job or actively looking for a new job. With more than 770 Express locations, you'll find the nearest one at ExpressPros.com. There are no fees for job seekers, and with one application, you apply for a variety of top jobs in your community. Express takes pride in connecting the right people with the right company. Go to ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Dorothy Kilgallen, who died at the age of 52, was an American journalist, game show panelist, of course. You remember her, some of you, on What's My Line, of course. And then she had her own column featuring mostly show business news and gossip, but also she ventured into other topics such as politics, organized crime, writing about the JFK assassination as well. And was that one of the reasons that she may have died? The cause of death, an apparent alcohol and drug combination overdose. Now, Mark Shaw was back with me several months ago with his book, The Reporter Who too, Knew Too Much, The Mysterious Death of What's My Line TV star and media icon Dorothy Kilgallen. He's a former criminal defense attorney, legal analyst for CNN, USA Today, ESPN, and for the Mike Tyson, O.J. Simpson, and Kobe Bryant cases. He has looked at all of that. He is an investigative reporter, author of more books than just the one I mentioned. Welcome back, Mark. It's good to have you back. Hey, George, thank you so much. My pleasure. Now, do you have a little update for us, I understand? Well, I do. Uh, I, I had no idea this book would become this popular. <laughs> I, I have to say I thank you, because after I was on your program, it was amazing how many people I heard from, but it's in its fifth printing. Oh, um, beautiful. You know, uh, 100 and some, 180-some interview or uh, re- reviews up on Amazon. They named it a bestseller the other day there. But I've heard from people all over the world about Dorothy's case, and it's been pretty amazing. But uh, one of the great things that's come from that and from people who listen to your show uh, is new evidence that we've uncovered as I continue to investigate Dorothy's death. And this death is an unbelievable story. Let's go back a little bit, if we can, Mark. For people who are unfamiliar with Dorothy Kilgallen, of course, she died in 1965. So to some of our listeners, they weren't even born then. Tell us about her. Right. Well, this, this is really all about victims' rights is what it's about because, um, you know, Dorothy was amazing. New York Post called her the most powerful female voice in America. Hemingway called her the greatest female writer in the world. You know, she was a remarkable woman. Uh, talk about breaking the glass ceiling before we even knew what that term meant. Well, you know, Dorothy, uh, the star on What's My Line? Uh, for 20 years or 15 years or whatever it was, every Sunday night at 10 o'clock, watched by 20 million people. She was the star panelist. She had that syndicated column that you mentioned that was syndicated to 200 newspapers uh, a day across the country, and that's when people really read the newspaper. Um, and then she was this crack investigative reporter who covered many of the famous trials of the 20th century, Dr. Sam Shepard that became the uh, film The Fugitive, uh, the Lindbergh baby kidnapping case, and of course the JFK assassination. She wrote a book. 
she was an adventurer in a race around the world with some other reporters, and she raised three children during that time. So, remarkable woman, and when she died in 1965, unfortunately, she was forgotten and, and, and uh, her, her kind of erased from, from the face of the earth until uh, I was able to kind of re- resurrect her, uh, kind of uh, bring her back from the dead, I suppose, as her voice and try to get people to understand that this, this woman um, had rights in 1965 and they were denied just, she was denied justice, and that's what I've been trying to do, get the justice for Dorothy Kilgallen. Uh, that was denied to her five decades ago. Mark, when we were talking several months ago, the New York City's district attorney's office was going to reinvestigate the case. Did anything happen with that? Well, I'm pleased to say it has uh, some good and some a, a bit disappointing in some ways. But I'm yes, that happened. Uh, Sue Edelman of the New York Post announced in January that my letter. Uh, to the uh, district attorney asking him to investigate Dorothy's death. And it's not a reinvestigation because there was no investigation. Once they said she died, uh, the, D- uh, the medical examiner said she died of the drug overdose and barbiturates, that was it. And there was no investigation of any kind. So I wrote this letter, and people kind of, my agent and everybody said, you're crazy. Uh, they'll never investigate this case. Mark, it happened 52 years ago, and they'll say, well, we had 25 uh, murders in the Bronx last night, we don't have time. But Sue Edelman of the Post announced in January in an article that they were looking into Kilgallen's death, and that was a big deal. Since then, we've had confirmation that it is an investigation, that a, an assistant district attorney has been assigned to the case. Uh, would I like things to happen a little more quickly than they are? Of course, because I've been feeding them information, new evidence from readers, uh, from people close to the Kilgallen family, from people who knew her well, and all of that for the ne- for the last few months. And um, hopefully at some particular point, I've now asked for a meeting in New York in a couple weeks when I'm there, and hopefully that will move forward a little more quickly than it is. But um, I'm, I'm really satisfied that they are on the job and they're trying to get to the truth as I am. So she died 51 or 52 years ago. She, you know, she was 52 when she died. So as long as she was alive, she, she's been dead now. Most oh, yes. of the people involved are probably dead too, Mark, aren't they? Oh, George, I'll tell you what, it's amazing. They're not. No? Um, you know, you would think so. But, uh, you know, uh, I, found a, I found several witnesses, and we can talk about Dorothy guiding me from above and from the hereafter. Yeah, I want to get into that in a moment. Sure. She's led to me to a lot of these people, but... There's the daughter of a house of, a, of one of the household help in in the Kilgallen home who surfaced, and I've talked to her once, and I'm going to talk to her again, and she's given me some fascinating information about what happened in the Kilgallen townhouse on the on the day Dorothy died. Um, there's witnesses who have, who knew Dorothy from What's My Line and talked to her about the JFK assassination. There's a lawyer in New York who I've found that. New Kilgallen's best friend, pretty much at the Journal American, who swore that he knew Kilgallen was uh, had been murdered and was afraid to come forward at the time. I mean, there's, the mysterious part of this has become kind of more mysterious as I've located these people. But uh, yes, it's amazing. Uh, I found a detective, a former detective with the NYPD, who knows about some documents that we never knew existed before. So. Um, it's it's really amazing. Yes, there are a lot of people who are still around. I guess, I guess they uh, live longer than most people thought they would. Didn't she also interview Jack Ruby, the killer of Lee Harvey Oswald? 
Well, yes, and and this is when 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 Dorothy uh, got herself in trouble. Uh, you know, got herself in a situation that where there was a target on her back. George, you know, you're a man of the truth. I, I love what you say about uh, you know uh, presenting the facts and letting people make up their own mind. Well, well, Dorothy was a, a woman of the truth. She had this incredible reputation. Uh, she was a woman of integrity. She had the best sources and all of that. And when John F. Kennedy was uh, was was killed. Uh, Dorothy really went after it. Uh, you know, uh, Bennett Cerf, one of her, uh, you know, uh, panel members there on What's My Line, said when Dorothy went after a story, she went after it. And she went after that because she knew JFK. He had uh, befriended her uh, son, Carrie, when they went to the White House. And when she started out, she got into this. And, and she is unlike so many others who have written about the JFK assassination because she was there. She covered the Ruby trial. She was the only reporter to have ever interviewed Ruby at trial. She did it twice. And then she kept shouting against J. Edgar Hoover's Oswald alone theory and then exposed Ruby's testimony before the Warren Commission before its release date. Well, as you can imagine, she was you know, the only one who was standing up and saying, this Oswald theory, alone theory is, uh, you know, is, is just crazy. It's bogus. And so she started to make enemies, J. Edgar Hoover, the, the people that she felt were involved in the JFK assassination, the mafia. Um, others, uh, Frank Sinatra was an enemy. You know, there were enemies that she was making all the way along the line as we got to November of uh, 1965 when she died on the eighth day of that month. Would there be people who wanted to keep her quiet? Well, yes. I mean, again, uh, you know, I've been asked. Uh, I've been working on this, and I continue to investigate as much as I can, even though the DA is supposed to be on the job. You know, people have said, Mark, are you worried about your safety? Well, you know, George, you're a man of the truth, and so am I. And when you when you do that, you know there's a risk there that, that something could happen. And, you know, if I do get hit by a bus, by the way, I hope you'll investigate uh, uh, my death uh, sooner than I will not years. let you uh, be buried without any investigation. Will, let me please. tell you. Thank you. But, you know, I look at Dorothy when I'm worried about, when I think about that. She, she's been called a patriot by many people. She put her life on the line by going after the truth with the JFK assassination. She can do that, then I can, and I can keep after this. And so it's, it's interesting that, yes, there were those people. As November 1965, the, the, the powerful forces had circled in my mind because they knew what? One thing, that she had a thick investigative file about the JFK assassination. She was writing a book about Random House where she would expose the truth, and that could not happen. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.